0: Hey guys, just a quick disclaimer, we will discuss some sensitive topics which some may find triggering. So if this is not the type of content that you usually enjoy, feel free to click away and tune in for our regularly scheduled content. Don't forget, counselling services are available five days a week on campus and they provide confidential and free sessions. You can contact them at 065-151-2100.
1: Hey guys, you're listening to Tea with Denzi, the podcast where we discuss the latest news by you and for you. Welcome to the After Show. In this new segment, we give you guys the opportunity to talk to us, ask for advice, and take a deeper dive into the topics we discussed earlier this week. Today's episode is based on Sundays in which we talked about body positivity. And in the future episodes of the After Show, we will be asking for audience members to feature on these episodes. I'm Pooja, your host, and joined with us today, we have Dalal.
0: Hey Lal. Hi. Hi Puja. How are you?
1: I'm good. What about you? I'm
0: great. I'm
1: excited to talk about
0: uh, body positivity again. Today's episode is really going to be an extension to touch on things we were not able to cover on Sunday. And most of it is going to be based on what you guys reacted and told us about the episode. Uh, so it's going to be really fun. To begin, we asked you guys on Instagram to define body positivity, and we received a lot of interesting definitions, but the one that really stood out to me was one that said body positivity is loving yourself and seeing and treating your body with love and care unconditionally. I think that's a really good definition of what body positivity
1: is. Yeah, and I think unconditionally is the key word here because uh, you shouldn't have any you shouldn't have any conditions to love your body because it literally keeps you alive. And I think a lot of the times it's hard to love your body unconditionally, but it's something that we should all sort of aspire. And it's OK if you don't love your body unconditionally in like a day. It's it's not possible to like just make a leap there. It's a continuous journey. But I think that should be like the the goal, at least.
0: I agree. It's really important to love your body. And it is a journey. It's It can be very hard, but we're here to help you along the way. Uh, We also asked you guys to share with us on Instagram if you care about your physical appearance. I don't think it's a surprise that 84% of you said that you do care about your physical appearance. But what's interesting is I also asked if you guys care about other people's physical appearance. And 74% of you said they don't. So why do we care so much about our own physical appearance, worried about what other people will think when majority of other people don't even care what we look like?
1: you know, that's something I've always thought about that even the other people that we're thinking about, they're focused on themselves, right? Each person, yeah, each person is thinking about themselves, but each person thinks that other people are thinking about them as well. So I think it's, yeah, it's a lot to do with just, just society and the way it functions and how we're so keen on like, other people's opinions, a lot of the time, but actually, the other people just they don't have the time to think about you they're busy thinking about themselves
0: so true and that's part of like the comparative society that we live in we feel the need to always compare ourselves to other people and that's something I touched on in the episode on Sunday but I want to reiterate it because it is important and it's just how our society functions and it can be so damaging to someone so when you start to realize that it doesn't matter what other people think of your physical appearance and quite frankly no one really cares then it's easier for you to love yourself and accept yourself for who you are.
1: When I was listening to the episode uh, I wanted to ask do you think this also has to do with like the competitive nature of society like for example even in academics it it's supposed to be like a cooperative or a collaborative environment but it's really not at the end of it it's all about individual gain so I feel like for me, at least, how I see it is that in society, we have become competitive for everything. So do you think it has something to do with that? like with the beauty as an ideal that you know, we're in competition for?
0: Definitely. I definitely think that it, it is related to that competitive nature that we live in. And the biggest um, indicator that this, this ideal still exists is that there are still beauty pageants where people are basing their worth. On their physical appearance. And so there always is going to be someone who is number one. And that's the issue. Like, do you know what? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. there's this, com- this competition, whether it's an actual competition in like a beauty pageant or a fashion show or anything like that, there's always this ideal that someone has to be number one and anyone else is like number two, number three, blah, blah, blah. So there always has to be a winner, which is not true when it comes to our physical appearance because that's what makes us so unique everyone has different features everyone looks a different way and if
1: everyone looked the same then life would be boring i agree with what you're saying but at the same time i want to disagree a little like regarding beauty pageants i think that though Like, I think with beauty pageants, it's more obvious, the competition. And that's why, like, I've seen a lot of debates about beauty pageants, by the way. And uh, some people want to abolish it altogether, which I don't agree with, because I think it's a source of livelihood, just like how it is, like, in any other industry. But I think, yes, beauty pageants do have flaws. We need to identify the flaws and better those flaws. But I don't think, like, beauty pageants should be evolved do you think the idea of a beauty pageant itself is not something that we should have or do you think we should have it because there are people who are interested in that industry but we should just work on you know correcting the flaws sort of
0: I think personally I'm against beauty pageants in a whole and for many reasons but the main reason for me is that it sort of still perpetuates the idea that There should be a certain standard for someone to be considered beautiful, a certain body type, a certain type of hair, a certain skin color. And even though it's not super explicit anymore, it's still there. It's between the lines. You have to read between the lines for you to be able to recognize it. Like if you look at the last few Miss Universes, none of them have been plus size, for example, like something like that. So that's why I think it's more damaging than healing or it's more damaging than productive. And I understand that it could be a livelihood for some. But even if they were to have separate beauty pageants, like a plus-size beauty pageant, that itself is just contradictory. Like, why do you have to have a whole section for people who don't fit in what you think is the ideal body standard and label them as a different ideal, which is plus-size, for example? Yeah, like, do you understand I get what
1: it. Yeah, I guess we can agree to disagree because for me, that would be one of the correcting the flaws. Not having a plus-size pageant, but in the beauty pageant itself in the like the universal beauty pageant we would have people of all shapes and all sizes and um, you know all skin colors and everything so instead of um, so yeah I think we I think that's something we can definitely work on in the pageant because I think at least compared to like I don't know 50 years back beauty pageants have suddenly evolved a lot and come a long way especially with having different skin colors in but uh, I get what you're saying as well
0: yeah, my issue is just the idea that they associate your worth with your physical appearance. And some people might be like, oh, but there's like a like a round about your personality and blah, blah, blah. But the majority of the rounds are based on how you look in a swimsuit, how you look in a dress,
1: how your hair looks, how you walk. So, yes, yes. it just doesn't feel doesn't sit right with me. I think for me, it's like initially my views were the same as you. But after reading a lot about it, it's changed. I don't know if. Um, yeah, if that's good or bad. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think about it, beauty pageant is like an explicit form of comparison. Like they tell you that it's a beauty pageant and you're going to have a winner and stuff. But in the media in general, we do have obviously more implicit comparison as well, or at least portrayal of a specific body type as the ideal, um, as the beauty ideal. I think you guys touched upon this before. And I wanted to say, um, do you think these subconscious beauty standards are more harmful than explicit beauty standards? Like, is it, you know, because I've heard a lot of about how growing up, what media you're exposed to and the type the ideal body type that you see in that media, it, it sort of sets your standard for what beauty is. And I think you mentioned how you, you wanted to see more of people who look like you, but who was absent from media in general. So do you think people telling you what is considered beauty is more harmful or less harmful than the beauty standards seen in media in general?
0: I think that they're both equally as harmful. And when you're thinking about the example I brought up, which is being underrepresented in media and in dolls or whatever, I think the issue there was when I was growing up as a little girl, I thought that you could only be beautiful if you had like super Eurocentric features. It took me a while to accept that I can be beautiful too myself, but it, it is harmful what other people say about you. I grew up in a school where it was multinational and it was a co-ed school. So we were both boys and girls from very different places. And we had different um, features. Obviously, we had very Eurocentric features. We have Arab features. We have uh, South Asian features. We had We had it all. But for some reason, for a while, everyone was just like looking at the people with Eurocentric features as they were like the beauty standard, and they were the the pretty girls that everyone had a crush on, and everyone wanted to be, and like the popular girls, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. I always just think like, why is it only them, and why is it not anyone else? Is this how I'm supposed to look? Is this what people find desirable? And why am I not that? It's kind of sad now that I'm saying it out loud, but. It is harmful because that's what people were saying. So I was like, yep, that's that's how it is. It's just how life is. And it's something that I might not relate to anymore because uh, I'm more confident in who I am. And I realized that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's a subjective thing. Someone might find this person very beautiful. Someone might not. So everyone's beautiful in their own way. remember that one time someone told me oh, you're so pretty. And I was like, thank you. And then they are like, oh yeah, you're so pretty for an Arab. And I was like, "Uh, oh,
1: what, what does that even mean? Oh my God.
0: I was like, what does that even mean? See, stuff like this is so harmful because if someone tells you you're so pretty for a uh, blank, it means that other people from your race or ethnicity are not typically considered beautiful. And exactly. it's still perpetuating the idea that there is one specific kind of beauty that you have to fit into. It's so damaging, and it's something that I see a lot. I've seen so many people backhand compliments like this, and it's it's not a compliment. Don't
1: say stuff like that. And the sad thing is, people feel. Some people feel good about it, and they go like, "Oh my god, thank you so much." And it it sort of perpetuates that in that ideal beauty standard, like you're from this culture and you're still pretty how is that possible kind of thing you know exactly it's It's like something that's
0: shocking and so out of like normality that someone can be beautiful from this
1: race and it's so bad why do people say stuff like that it's so horrible like that's not a compliment but some people see it as a compliment and that's even more harmful but also like i have seen so many people without eurocentric features like indians for example who are so gorgeous but then especially when i go back home they get a lot of like like oh my god if only you were a little fairer you would have been so pretty and it's so pissing off because no she's like already gorgeous like that's like why 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 do you have to have light skin to be pretty like yeah it is so infuriating but they the people who say it, they genuinely don't think about it they just they just feel that if you have light skin that's it goals like that's the only thing you need in life like it is so infuriating
0: when you said that, puja, it made me realize that there are a lot of criticisms for the movement itself, like the body positivity uh, movement in a whole. And I spent a lot of time thinking about it and deconstructing it, trying to understand why it is what it is. And I read this article on a, an American media group blog called Stylecaster. If you guys are interested, you can check it out. They have like a full article about the whole movement itself. And the title of it really caught my eye. The title of the article was The Body Positivity Movement is Focused All on the Wrong Things. Oh, So wow. let, me, let me just explain to you what this person was trying to say. So what they're saying is the problem with body positivity movement is that it ties someone's self-worth with their physical appearance, which is something we touched on earlier. So what they're saying is it should be that big small everything in between is considered beautiful but wouldn't it be better if we could all agree that our beauty doesn't even have to define our worth like
1: it doesn't even have to be in the same category as our worth when you said like uh, there were criticisms of the body positivity movement at first I was like what and then when you said this point I really like uh, sort of like a flashback because I've seen that um, as well like I've seen that why do we have to be like beautiful to be you know to be accepting of a yeah i saw a post where someone was like i don't think my uh, scars are beautiful but i think they don't have to be beautiful for me to accept that they're a part of my body you know
0: oh wow that's yeah. so
1: inspirational oh my God, yeah no that is true I, like it doesn't have to be like everything about you is drop that gorgeous but i think at the same time it sort of maybe helps to think that wow. everything is. i beautiful. actually
0: got goosebumps wow okay.
1: <laughs> i get that um Like some people are saying that, you know, you don't have everything doesn't have to be beautiful for you to accept it, which is perfectly true. And I think they make really well a point. But I think for some people, it also helps to think of everything as beautiful to accept themselves. So I think, um, I guess, individual thinking varies.
0: The article also focused on the idea that the problem in itself is that we care so much about our physical appearance that it's become an obsession. And they said something that made me think, oh my God, that's so true. But you know, when a celebrity posts like an unedited picture of her on Instagram with like no makeup or whatever, these posts usually make front page like news articles. Why? Why do people care so much if a celebrity just posts a picture of herself with no makeup or an edited unedited picture of him? You know what I mean? Like, why is it that big of a deal? Yeah, it's just exactly. how people are. So why do we applaud celebrities for showing off their bodies, cellulite or posting like makeup free selfies instead of just stopping the dialogue altogether and allowing people to express themselves with zero appearance based judgment?
1: That is like, wow, I get I get the especially when you said like, why do they make the front pages of newspapers? But yes, I think it also has to do with mostly we see celebrities using filters, right? And using like like that's why there's so much awareness about how social media is not the real you or not the real celebrity you know it's it's right which is true which is true and i think that's why when people like when celebrities don't use the filters or when they put unedited pictures it's like she's ready to accept herself and like it's such a sort of breath of fresh air that this is who i am
0: you mentioned the whole filters and editing pictures and i've actually been accused of being like a catfish lol well, um i don't know Pudu, you've seen my instagram you've seen me in real life do i look the same
1: yeah you <laughs> uh, look the same like so girl, uh, the yeah. thing is
0: my point was obviously i'm not gonna look exactly like my picture yeah like- i'm posing and i'm i want to look my best on instagram like i'm obviously not gonna look my best every time i go to university but it's my face it's still my face i don't change the way my face look i don't do anything like that it's just that i want the
1: best version of myself to be on my profile like that's normal that's fine why is that a big deal like you said obviously like posing and everything like you don't you don't talk to me with a pout in real life so obviously <laughs> obviously in that way you're gonna look different but i meant whoever called you catfish is like well, what are they talking about like it's not that different like uh, and i think like even i don't look the same i do use filters because like you said i want to look i don't know like a little extra on social yeah. media and i think that's fine and I think that's why people should recognize that what you see on social media is not is not completely real. Like If you see me in real life and if you see me on social media, there is a difference of a filter. Okay, that's like a little bit more makeup or something like that. But at the same time, um, there is that difference. So that's why you shouldn't like sort of aspire to be the social media influencers level because that's just... It's not just unrealistic. It's also like, why are you aspiring to be them? Because their body type and your body type is very different. The I feel like a lot of it also has to do with resources. I don't know, at least for me, like the resources that they have to do all this, like it's not just about filter. Like I don't have the money or the time to hire like three different stylists. You know what I mean? So that also, I think, plays a very important role in not aspiring to be like the influencers.
0: Pooja, I think a nice way to wrap up this episode is to answer this question that we were asked on Instagram. So somebody asked us if it's possible to eliminate body ideals indefinitely or is that an unrealistic ideal utopia?
1: I really wow. like this
0: question. Yeah,
1: I mean, if that person is actually listening to our podcast. Like, yes. That is so cool.
0: I personally think that that is unachievable. Sadly, as sad as it, as sad as it sounds, Although our generation itself is making a lot of improvements towards um, diversity and accepting different kinds of bodies, different features, I just don't think that there will ever be a time where there won't be an ideal figure, an ideal set of features that you have to have to be considered beautiful. I think that there could be a wider range instead of just being one specific category or one type. There could be more than one type. But I think it's unrealistic to think that there will never, ever be a beauty standard in the future. It's just how we are. And it's sad,
1: but it's human nature. First of all, I completely agree with you. Like I myself, I also don't think that that's going to be a time when there's no beauty ideal. I think throughout the, the centuries, we've had evolving beauty ideals, but I don't think there's been any point of time where there has been no beauty ideal. So I think that's going to be very difficult. And also, I want to say that it's sort of like a perpetuating cycle. Like, even though our generation is better than, I mean, I think so, like in terms of body positivity and everything, I think it's slightly better than the generations before us. There are still people who people who shame other people about their bodies. So I think, like, I don't think there's going to be any generation where like, which is so perfect that nobody is, you know, shaming other people and everything, which is sad. But like I said, like, every time I think like, oh my God, our generation is going to change the world. Or like, you know, our generation is so much better. It is better, I think. But at the same time, there are people even in our generation who shame other people about their bodies, about, I don't know, just poke their nose into other people's business when it's really not wanted. So I think it's like a balance. And I think they will keep going down the line. And I don't know, I hope there is a time when body ideals don't exist and everyone's free to celebrate their own body but I don't I just don't see it happening
0: I agree honestly like I don't even know what to say at this point it's just sad that this kind of negative ideal exists but I don't know if there's anything we can do right now to change it other than to be more accepting to be kind to others and to love yourself I just want to say another thing I mentioned this already in the episode on Sunday but Since it's obviously Pooja and I only today, we are both girls. This perspective has been very focused on the female ideal body type, the female features, and the female experience with body positivity. And we are in no way disregarding that men experience the same thing. We definitely realize and know that men do experience a lot of the things we talked about today. But since we are both girls, we talked about it from the female perspective. If you're interested to know a lot more about the male idea of beauty standards and their experience with body positivity make sure to go back and listen to sunday's episode where james and joshua shared their experiences and yeah we hope you guys enjoyed the first ever after show on
1: tea with gen z i had a lot of fun filming this with you Pooja.
0: yes it was amazing
1: and yes i always i also wanted to add just one thing that like she said it's not inclusive of all opinions This is exactly where we're going to be looking for audience members to feature on our future episodes so that we can get a more diversity of opinion. And if you have anything that really stood out to you about the podcast, you can reach out to us and tell us that I want to feature on this episode. And you'll be able to ask us questions and you'll be able to sort of quiz us. So you will become the host. The audience member becomes the host and we'll be answering all your questions and we'll have a really nice discussion, hopefully.
0: The easiest way to... Be notified when these episodes come out. What kind of episodes we're having is to follow us on Instagram at Z underscore. Our feed is gonna undergo major construction, and there are really cool things coming. So follow us there if you want to be updated, and if you want a chance to be on the podcast. Like we just said, we are looking for people to be featured on the after show. You can come talk to us. Um, you can criticize us. You can kind of play the devil's advocate on what we say on Sunday, and. It'll be an interesting new perspective, a fresh voice. A lot of you guys have been asking us since season one if you could be featured on the podcast and we listened. We want you guys to be a part of this. It's our podcast, not just um, a few people. It's a community. It's for all Gen Z. Wow, inspirational.
1: Now it's your time to shine, audience members. Yeah. <laughs> we want to give you your
0: 15 seconds of fame. Is it 15 minutes or seconds? 15 <laughs> minutes. I
1: That's 15 like minutes. It short. We'll, be, we'll be generous.
0: Okay, it is actually 15 minutes. This episode will probably be around 15 minutes. So it is 15 minutes of fame. Okay. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening and tune in for our next episode sooner than you think. Bye, guys. Take care.
1: Bye, guys.